Are you gay? Do you know someone who's gay? If you answered yes to either question, hi, I'm Parker, and this is Parker's Pointless Podcast, where every week I talk about some pointless thought that was floating around in my little noggin. These topics will range from pop culture, to film and television, to politics, and to things happening in my own personal life, all of which I am not qualified to speak on, but because I am gay and delusional, I find the confidence and conviction within me to speak as if I am a professional. This week, I'll be ranking our favorite Disney princesses and deciding which one is the most, hmm, pointless. Welcome to Parker's Pointless Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Parker's Pointless Podcast. Thank you all again so much for being here. Thank you all for listening to the first episode. I'm so happy you all enjoyed it. I'm actually recording this literally um, right after, but I am so certain that you all enjoyed the first episode. I am so happy that you loved it. I loved it, too. Um, The first episode was a little bit, my brain was a little like a game of table tennis, if you will, or ping pong, where my brain was kind of just like, you know, bouncing off the walls. So I apologize for the uh, zigzag that that episode was, but we're going to be getting into some more structured content as this podcast moves along. I just wanted you all to to really get into the thick of it and see how my brain just kind of functions on a daily basis, see how this podcast is going to go, the energy, the 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 person of who I am. So I wanted you all to know. But welcome back. Thank you all for joining me on episode two of Parker's Pointless Podcast. In the first episode, I asked the question, if you could kiss any historical figure, who would, do, who would it be and why? So to answer the question that's been on literally everyone's lips, I personally, if I had to kiss a historical figure, I would kiss Leonardo da Vinci. Yes, you heard me here right now. Because why would I do that? You all know the Mona Lisa, right? The most famous painting in the world, painted by Leonardo da Vinci. If I had kissed Leonardo da Vinci, obvi, he would have fallen in love with me. Because, duh. If he was in love with me, he would have made a painting or a sculpture or, you know, work of art of me. And it would have lasted the tests of time. And then I would be in the Louvre. I'd be, I don't know, in the Met. I'd be at the Getty. I don't know. I'd be in some museum somewhere hanging up on a wall looking pretty famous, lovely, wonderful. So that's who I would kiss. So I would love to know who you guys would kiss. I unfortunately don't have your requests or your DMs letting me know who you would, but I'm going to talk about it later. So don't you worry. We'll get to that. But I'm sure they're all hilarious and quite funny. So that's who I would kiss. So now we're going to move into my pop and hot take of the week. So my first hot take was about the British winning the war. My second hot take is going to be a little bit less historical and a little bit just more personal. This is for, I personally am a man and a woman who swears. I swear all the time. I think it's fun. I think it's silly. I think it's creative. You know, you're, you're creating new words. You're creating new sentences using these words. I love to swear. X-rated, if you will. But this is for the people, if you gasp, when you swear, it's jail time immediately. Like, come on now. How old are we? Like, just because I said the F word, you're like, oh, cover your mouth and gasp. Like, come on, girl. Let's grow up. It's it's just a word. Like, it. there are people dying in the streets and you're gasping about me saying the F word? Girl, I'm sick of it. 
And I'm also going to say this too about these hot takes. A lot of these are going to end with XYZ belongs in jail because that's just how my brain works. And if you, if you gasp when I swear or when anyone swears, jail time immediately, effective immediately. So that's my hot take of the week. Would love to know what you all think. Would love to know your hot takes. Please let me know at Parker's Pointless Podcast. Um, Parker's Pointless Pod on Instagram. You can DM me. You can follow me on YouTube. Um, this, the visuals for these episodes will be up on YouTube. I forgot to link that in the first episode, but I'm doing it right now. Please like and subscribe. Please comment. Please comment on my Instagram. Please DM me. Follow me on TikTok. Follow me on my personal Instagram. You can follow me. Um, don't follow me on Facebook because that would be kind of weird. I don't have a page for this podcast on Facebook. Maybe I'll make one if y'all want me to, but I don't really use that platform. It's kind of a little bit um, past its prime in my point, in my opinion. But um, y'all, yeah, you can follow me on any of those socials. Um, I would love to hear from you all. I would love to see the support. It means so much to me. Um, you can comment on this podcast on Spotify. I think you can follow me on Spotify, all the things. So I love, love, love the love and I love the support and I'm really appreciative of you all. And I would love to give you all a big hug and kiss. XOXO, Parker girl, go piss girl. So this episode, we're going to be talking about the Disney princesses. Obviously, don't want to get in trouble with any brands. So we're going to say Disney princesses. Um, And we're going to be talking about them because I have so much to say, as I always do. Um, And we're going to be talking about, you know, I'm going to be ranking them, categorizing them. And we're going to be coming up with the one who, in my opinion, is just the most pointless. When I was coming up with this episode and, like, writing out this episode, I was really trying to figure out how, like, the categorizing and, like, ranking of them worked. I mean, I obviously have a list in my head from, like, top to bottom. But I couldn't describe to you why the top is at the top and the bottom is at the bottom and what that means. But I just... I will explain as I go along. So I'm going to be start starting at the top and working my way to the bottom. From the top of the cream of the crop to the bottom of my shit list. And some of these may surprise you. And you may disagree. And you may want to fight me for some of these. And if you do, square up, girl. I'm ready. And I got lots to say. And you might agree with me. You might disagree with me. But that's that's the fun of the conversation. So if you agree or disagree, let me know. But we're going to be starting off real, real strong with, in my opinion, the number one, the GOAT, the only princess, Miss Tiana. Yes, she is that girl. She has been that girl. She's getting her own series. She's getting her own ride at Disneyland and to the avail of all of these white supremacists across the country. But she is getting her own ride and she has deserved it forever. Y'all have listened to the score of Princess and the Frog. It slaps. Almost there. A bop. What else is there in that movie? Uh... Um, dig a little deeper. Hello, a banger. There's a, literally every song in the movie goes all the way off. Also, Princess Tiana, the first black princess in the Disney franchise, literally amazing. However, she did spend about 75% of that movie as a frog. But you know what? We will move on from that because they have recognized their mistakes and she is getting her own series on Disney Plus. So that's all that matters. But Tiana is a businesswoman. She is the OG girl boss. She wants to own a restaurant. She wants to run a restaurant. That's her dream. Her relationship with her dad was so beautiful. Her relationship with food and sharing food and sharing love. It's just so heartwarming. And I just I just know this because I just do. Like the whole point of this whole podcast is that there I have no reason to know what I know. I just do. So 
And I'm going to speak on it because it's the fucking truth. Okay. So Princess Tiana, I know for a fact her food just tastes chef's kiss. So delicious. Her beignets, mm, I know it goes off. And I know this for a fact too. Everyone who works at her restaurant loves their job. I just know that they do. They love her as their boss. She walks into the room and everyone's like, ah, Tiana, it's so lovely to see you here. With their, you know, their Louisiana accents, which that was a horrible representation of a Louisiana accent. Please do not drag me. I know. But everyone loves having her there. She's so amazing at her job. She's so wonderful. Puts, pours love into her staff, into the restaurant, into her food. She's the number one. I could talk on and on and on, but I'm not going to. So moving on from Miss Tiana, Miss Girl Boss, if you will, we're going to go to Miss Princess number two, which this may be shocking. And this honestly even shocked me. But I'm going to say Miss Rapunzel from Tangled. So she is, you know, a girl who has been through a lot. She was literally kidnapped. Like, think about that. That girl was kidnapped from her palace and then taken to live in a tower in the middle of the woods with a stranger. Like, that's kind of crazy. And then her hair was magical. Like, imagine dealing with that. Like, and going through puberty in the middle of the woods by herself. That's bananas. And was, you know, being held hostage by this woman who just was obsessed with her hair. And she had no social skills. She never spoke to anyone. And then all of a sudden, a man shows up at her tower and is like, girl, I'm here to rob you, basically. I actually haven't seen Tangled in a minute. So maybe that's not what happened. But... I wish I could remember. Oops, too stupid. But all of which to say, the movie moves along. You know, she escapes her tower. No spoilers. Sorry, spoilers. But um, she escapes her tower. And she just, you know, is going through life trying to get to where she needs to go. She wants to see the floating lanterns gleam, as she says. And she does that all with having no social skills. She, she was socialized by one person, never spoke to anyone else, never did anything else. And yet, what did she do? Manipulate, gaslight, and gatekeep the whole film. And I have to say, I stand. Could you do that without ever having spoken to someone? Probably not. Could I? Probably not. But she did. So that's why she's number two. And also, her hair is magical and beautiful. And like, you know, although she did get that chop at the end of the film, which was kind of a ago. Like, Flynn Rider, come on now. You could have cut a little bit lower on her little beautiful mane and given her maybe a little more length of the hair rather than a little, like, bob. But... Whatever, that's Flynn Rider's fault, not Rapunzel's. Next, we're going to move into one of which the princesses that I think is probably the most popular amongst the entire brand is Miss Ariel, Miss Ariel, the Little Mermaid. I love her. She's been my girl since I was a kid. I think a lot of us who were raised in the 90s, like, really, really just gravitate towards Miss Ariel. I was born in 1996. I think that movie came out before I was born. I'm pretty sure it did. Wish I could tell you. Don't know. But Miss Ariel, so totally that girl. The red hair, the mermaid, ugh, live, laugh, love. I'm also like a water baby, love the ocean, love the pool, love rivers. Any body of water, I will submerge myself in. I'm a cancer, so I'm just water. I'm a water sign. It's just I connect with water very much. And she's a mermaid, hello, me, underwater. So, and her little, like, seashell bra, like, girl, that's a, that is a serve. So tying it back to the first episode when I explained what that was, if you don't know what that means, you can go back and watch the first episode. But Miss Ariel, okay, I think she gets a bad rap from everyone because everyone's like she sold her voice for a man, which is partially true. But let's put it into perspective, shall we? 16 years old, kind of sus that she's selling herself for a man, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I'll forget that. 
But 16 years old, she, you know, wants to live part of, she wants to be part of your world, the human world. Has a fascination with, you know, art, artifacts, all the above, all these things that she thinks are interesting about the above world. And her father, like, basically emotionally abuses her and, like, yells at her and destroys all of her things that she's spent so much time and effort collecting. And she's traumatized, obviously. And... You know, what does she do from there? She's like, girl, I have to get out of here. I have to escape this abusive home situation. Only solution I have is to go to the sea witch, Ursula, and sell my soul, my voice, to get some legs, to get the opportunity to escape and to become part of their world. The prince is just a side package. Like, obviously, like, she was in love with him, and obviously he's hot. So, like, I get it, girl. But she, you know, was just trying to escape her situation that she was in, and she had nowhere else to turn. So let's not drag her unnecessarily. It's not, it is not necessary. Okay. So Miss Ariel, I'm also tangent. The new live action I know is about to pop off. I know it's about to pop off. Halle Bailey is truly that girl. And I'm so, so excited to see that film. And we'll do an episode about that when that comes out in May. So in a couple months, we'll do, we'll talk about that. We'll revisit this topic. But yeah, Miss Ariel, she just has really had a hard life. And if you've seen Little Mermaid 3, I believe it is, which I actually haven't seen. I just know this from knowing it. Um, Ariel's mom, unfortunately, was slaughtered by the humans. And that's why King Triton has such a difficult time with, you know, Ariel's uh, fraternizing, if you will, with the, the above world, the humans. He's afraid for her life, which is understandable as any parent would be you know you're concerned about your child's health and wellness you want to you know make sure they stay alive so you know being afraid and concerned for her is very warranted however the way in which he expresses his concern is unacceptable and triton you need to do better king triton if you're listening you heard me go to therapy you're the king of the sea girl you can find someone's chair to sit in and talk your feelings with and Talk about your trauma, girl. Get over it. King Triton, we're like king trauma, okay? So moving on to the next, we're going to talk about someone who I actually referenced in the first episode, who I am, I very much relate to, Miss Cinderella. I honestly, she's she's kind of in the middle of the list. I don't have much to say about her, but I also have a lot to say about her. Like I said in the first episode, she's kind of that girl. Shows up late wearing shoes made of glass like imagine how uncomfortable that is also the star of the ball literally shows up no one knows who this girl is but all of a sudden everyone's obsessed like that's kind of that's kind of fierce not to mention i mean i feel like as with all the disney princesses there's a fair amount of trauma shared amongst all the girlies um so she's had a she's had a rough life this girl you know parents or dad, dead, mom, dead, new stepmom, mean, new stepsisters, mean. All they want to do is make her clean. Like, girl, like, I love to clean, but if I'm forced to do it by other people, ugh, give me, run me a check, girl. But I also think from, like, you know, the iterations with Brandy and the live action, we've seen that Cinderella's whole gag is that she's a nice girl. She's kindness Everdeen, if you will. So just such a nice, loving woman, you know, forgiveness and wanting to forgive everyone for 
all their woes and just wanting to be nice to everyone. So I have to say, like, that's really beautiful of you, Cinderella. You can you can not be so nice to all the people because they're treating you badly. But it's okay, girly girl. But something about Cinderella 2, like, not Cinderella 2, the second one, but Cinderella as well, I should say. She's kind of a bimbo. Something about her just kind of gives airhead. And I mean, very, very relatable for me. I'm also a bimbo. I'm very, very, you know, head full of air. Like, no thoughts, just vibes. Um... And she just kind of, you know, like in the movie, she's cleaning the floors, singing to herself, humming along. I mean, she's kind of the queen of disassociating, if you will. But she's just like, la, 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 cleaning the floors, doing what I need to do, da, 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 Which, very admirable. You know, you have to escape the situation you're in. So I have to say, girl, same. But yeah, Cinderella, she's kind of in the middle of the list. She's not my number one, but she definitely is up there. Which... Another shout out to Zach Elefante listening to this podcast. We actually had this conversation. We, I asked him, I said, who in the Disney canon do you think is part of their character that they are wearing a wig? Like, which Disney princess is wearing a wig? And I deduced it for myself. Cinderella, wig, honey. Because A, story allegedly takes place in France. And like, you know, I don't know what time period, but those girlies are stinky. They did not shower. They were smelly. They wore wigs on top of their matted hair because the it was for the style. And I think Cinderella wearing a wig, girl, she, her face is covered in cinders. She has not washed that hair. So when she went to the ball with that beautiful little gorgeous updo, it's a wig, honey. And I hate to say it, but it's fake. Next, 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 next. We're going to move on to another blonde who I think oftentimes gets misassociated with Miss Cinderella. We're going to talk about Miss Aurora. She kind of has nothing to her, girl. Like, not to be rude. She's she's beautiful. We love the, like, purplish eyes, the pink dress, pink-blue dress, berries. But we all know that that movie is about Miss Maleficent. She's the queen of the film. Not to mention, Aurora's in that movie for, I th- want to say, 15 minutes. And that movie's an hour and a half. So, girl, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, she's also had empty no thoughts. She's just vibes. Wandering through the woods. You know, living her fantasy, also a queen of disassociating and also one who has never had any socialization with anyone. But all of a sudden, a prince comes up to her in the woods and she starts dancing with him. Girl, that's kind of dumb. Like, I'm not to say I'm the smartest person in the room because I'm truly not. But stranger danger, girl. Come on now. Like, he is hot. I'll give you that. This is animated. So I actually sound kind of crazy for saying that. But, like, I get it, girl. I get it. But, like maybe we shouldn't because uh, we don't know what's going to happen. So, girl, you're kind of dumb for that. As we move along this list, by the way, we're kind of going to progress into the dumb girls and the girlies that I think are kind of dumb Um, This next one, y'all could have guessed. I think people give her a bad rap. It's kind of true, though. I would say one of the dummies, Miss Snow White. Yes. Yes, she is a young, young child. I know she's allegedly 14 as the story goes and very naive, very, you know, unexposed to the world around her. But girl, another one, Stranger Danger Girl, like, come on now. But she's, I would say, the daintiest of dolls amongst the princesses. She's the most petite. She's the most small, you know, just kind of floating through life a little feathery girl but she there's a scene in the movie you know she's running through the forest she's trying to escape her captor the 
another stepmom who wants to kill her. All these stepmothers, like, damn, girl. But she is running through the woods. She's trying to escape. Uh, and these trees are looking like monsters and villains. And, I mean, honestly, same girl. Like, I've seen trees and, and you know, woods, woodsy things that have frightened me. So I get it. I totally get it. And then ending up in a house of dwarves with seven men, kind of an interesting choice of yours, Miss Snow White. But you know what? You had no, no other choice. But, you know, taking an apple from a stranger, let's talk, let's talk about that, girl. A stranger danger seems to be the reoccurring theme of this episode, and... It's going to say this reoccurring theme because, girl, that's really, that's really dumbo of you. Like, dumb, dumb, dumb girl. And an Apple as well. Like, is this Steve Jobs being like, hello, here's an iPhone? No. Girl, it's, don't do that. But I actually did hear an interesting conspiracy theory that I do want to talk about. Um, about Snow White being actually, you know, she got what she wanted. Which this theory is that the witch, the hag, whoever... Miss Evil Queen told Miss Snow White, hey girl, eat this apple. All your dreams will come true. And what happened? She ate the apple, died, fell asleep, if you will. And what happened when she woke up? A prince. And all her dreams came true. Her stepmother, her evil abusive stepmother, gone, dead. New man, new castle, upgraded, living life. So if you think about it, Snow White actually, like the, the queen didn't lie. She got what she wanted, and she's kind of a winner runner chicken dinner. So Snow White, kind of slay, but dumb. But she's 14, so we can't bully her, okay? That's literally like, that's like, that's just rude. We don't bully children here. Lots of people deserve bullying, but children will not be the one, okay? Next, we're going to move on to, I think, one of the most annoying. This may be controversial. I do apologize to people who are stands of this person. I don't know what else to say. Miss Miss Anna from Frozen. Girl, I am so I can't. I really can't. <laughs> like I know she carries the movie on that on her back, on her square little shoulders. She carries that movie. But she is the embodiment of one of my least favorite personality traits in anyone. If you're a person who does this, you should change, girl. Because it's the the attitude of oh, that just happened. Do you know what I'm talking about? So if you were to slip and fall in front of someone who's attractive, if you will, and, you know, la, 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 down the street, Hawkeye walks by, trips, falls, he sees it, and you go, that just happened. Oh, my God, girl. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that, please. I'm begging. Like, if you were to, if this were to happen, and mind you, I'm the queen of being clumsy and being dumb, okay? something like that happens to you what you need to do is take full advantage of the moment you need to embrace the moment and you need to a identify it like don't say that just happened because that's cringy as hell be like oh can't stay on my feet i don't know something's something comedic and original but don't say that just happened because ugh, i don't want to get too heated here but don't do that also, she's, like, the embodiment of, like, adorkable energy, which that term makes my brain kind of crack in half, um, which, ugh, she makes me sick. I'm so sorry. I just really can't with that girl. And I'm, like, I know she's been through a lot. Her sister is a queen who also has ice powers, who also isolated her her whole life, and her parents died. Like, I understand you've been through a lot, Anna. I get it. 
But Rapunzel did it, and she wasn't annoying. So what's your excuse, Princess Anna? Huh? Or I guess Queen Anna in the second movie. What's your excuse, girly girl? Because I don't see one. Also, you fell for a prince who literally scammed you, girl. Come on now. That would never happen to me. And I can see that with Miss Anna. I guess I can talk a lot about her. I'm realizing right now. She has a little bit of like an anxious attachment style. For those of you who like have been to therapy, know the term attachment styles and whatever. She has a very anxious attachment style. So, girl, I get it. I can say I have experienced similar things with an attachment style like that. But, girl, you're not the queen. Similar to all of these characters, y'all need to go to therapy. Like, literally, find a therapist and sit in their chair and talk to them and work through it. Because I have no more time for your excuses. I know you're animated, but still, the point still stands. So, Anna, you're on thin ice, and that is not a pun. Okay, next. This one is maybe controversial, and I do apologize if it's controversial to you, but I just think it's poignant, okay? This one, I love her. Let me also preface it with this. Love her. She's very fierce, very slay, feminist girl boss energy. But it is Miss Jasmine from Aladdin. Love Aladdin, love Jasmine. They're cute, love them. However... This is more tied to, like, the live action, the newer one. Miss Jasmine claims she wants to she wants to be the sultan. She wants to replace her father. She wants to take the crown. She wants to, you know, be a leader. She has displays a lot of leadership qualities, all right? That's her desire for herself. However, in the beginning of the movie, when she's, you know, in disguise, her little veil, she's, like, walking through the village, she's like, uh-uh, no one look at me. It's in the animated and the live action, okay? We see that she sees this child, a starving child, and she does something very noble. She's like, I want to feed this child who's hungry because no child should be hungry, which, very noble, very correct. No child should be hungry. So she takes this apple off of this vendor's table, gives it to the children who are hungry, and they run off. They're like, thanks, girl. And this man is like, um, girly girl, so how are you going to pay for that? little apple you just decided to give to these children because honey i'm a man who has a job and i need to pay my bills too it's it's rough out in these streets so girly i gotta pay my bills and that apple you just took was gonna help me do that so what are you planning on doing to help me repay this debt girl to which jasmine's response is "Uh, i don't have any money girl i understand you're in disguise i understand you're in the city you're trying to expose yourself to the world you're trying to you know be one with your people But if you're telling me that you want to be the leader of this country, this nation, this whatever, location, Agrabah, and you don't understand how your local economy works, girl, you are up a creek with no paddle because you are not going to be a very good sultan. You're not going to be a very good leader without the basic understanding of basic economics. Now, listen, I am not the most economically um, equipped young lady myself, okay? I know this about myself. I fully think inflation is fake. So I'm not one to say any of this, but I would know if I need, if I'm going to be the leader of a, of a place, a land, a whatever, I need to be equipped and ready to, you know, know what I'm talking about and know what I'm doing. Girl, the answer is basically this. You need to subsidize the farmers to provide the food for your people so you can feed all your people while simultaneously paying for your vendors and all of the people who are providing for your kingdom. The answer is simple. I'm stupid, but you're stupider, okay? 
So Jasmine, take an econ class, okay, girl, before you decide to become the sultan. And that's all that needs to be said. She is very slight. We love a feminist girl boss. Lovely Asalonga. Love a whole new world. And the new one, speechless slay. Naomi Scott, you really ate. But I don't have any patience for it, girl. If you're in charge, you need to know what you're doing. Now, moving on to the final princess. I missed, I missed many. I may have missed your fave, but I'm sorry. I didn't have the time to do all of them. But I'm going to move on to the girl who I think lots of people would put at the top of their list. Most people would claim to be the smartest. Most people would claim to be the most girl bossiest. But in my opinion, she gets the biggest thumbs down from me. She gets the biggest I want to fight her energy. And it's Miss Belle. Yes, you heard it right. Princess Belle. You all would have thought she would be at the top of my list. Nay, nay. No, no. She's at the bottom. And th- let me tell you why. I could write a thesis statement about this, but I'll, I'll try to keep it as brief as possible. Princess Belle can't read. She's faking it. I know the whole gag about her whole characters. I like to read. I like to read books, 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 books. Oh, walk through the town with my little book. La, 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 la. Reading, reading, reading. But it's scam. And a, she's a liar, a fraud, and a phony. Miss Princess Belle, I see right through you. Don't think you can pull a fast one on me. First of all, tell me this. How is she walking through the middle of the village reading her book that she's read multiple times? Because I want to cite my sources, okay? He, she walks into the bookseller. He says, you're going to pick up that one again? Girl, you're reading it again? She's like, yeah, I loved it so much. Hmm, you loved it so much, and yet the storyline of the book was um, Princess in Disguise, Curses, you know, basically the plotline of her own movie that's about to unfold in front of us, yet... When the plotline is unfolding in front of us with curses, princes in disguise, all of the all of the, you know, the gag of Beauty and the Beast, she didn't see any of it coming. This is why I I know that that bitch can't read, because if that bitch could read, she would have seen it coming and she would have made some different decisions. But what did she do? She made dumb, dumb, dummy decisions. Also, here's the thing. Controversial, yet brave. I would have married Gaston. I know that she was like, you know settled off to marry him and she's like I don't want to marry him I want to choose who I love which honestly very noble very slay very much agree but here's the thing Belle if you could read Leah Michelle Belle is Leah Michelle can't read anyways that's for the girls who get it but Belle if you could read you would be able to read a little you know herbal potions book I would if it were me I would marry Gaston clearly Gaston has money how do we know this he says in his song, I ate three dozen eggs a day to get large. Yet in the first song, we hear a lady said, six eggs? That's too expensive. So clearly Gaston has got some moolah, honey. Three dozen eggs a day to get large? That's doll hairs, honey. So he has money. And he has power. He's able to convince everyone in the village that her dad is crazy. So clearly he's got money. He's got power. He's got authority. Marrying him would be advantageous for yourself. Put you in a position of power. Then... If you could read, like you claim, I would read a book about potions, mushrooms, all these little like herbal remedies I could find in the forest. They would accidentally slip themselves into Gaston's beverage one night, and one day he would wake up. Actually, he wouldn't wake up. And what would happen? I would inherit all his money, all his fame, and all his power, and I wouldn't have to deal with him anymore. As I've learned from um, people in my past, first first marriage is about um, money, second marriage is about love. So, Miss Belle, get with it. Get the man, get the money, kill him off, move on. If 
find someone that you love who maybe owns a library. I don't know. But Belle, you're on my you are on my shit list, girl, and I know you can't read. So I could keep going on and on and on about Miss Belle. Let's see if I wrote anything extra down. But she she needs to be fucking for real, girl. Like, ugh. she annoys me so much. And also, like, walks through the middle of the village reading her book, inconveniencing everyone else around her. I actually, on Dear Amani, if you are watching, go listen to Dear Amani's podcast. Go stream her. Love her. I, on her Pick Me Girl episode, which I think is towards the beginning of her um her career in the podcast world, she was asking about who do you think is a pick me girl? And I said, Belle is a pick me girl. Why are you walking through the middle of the town reading a book while getting in everyone else's way? Like you're literally getting in everyone else's way. Like girl, you're inconveniencing everyone with your book. Like we get it. We get it. You read, but I know I can see right through you girl. Fake fun. Fronny. Okay. Huh? Fake phony and a fraud okay sorry i could not get any of that sentence out but that's who i decided to put on my list so to recap it was tiana then it was rapunzel then it was ariel let me flip my page because i actually don't remember tiana rapunzel ariel cinderella aurora snow white anna jasmine and Belle. i obviously missed a lot i missed you know mulan pocahontas moana all of those girlies but i did not feel comfortable putting them on this list they've all been through a lot and if y'all think I would put Pocahontas on this list, you are lying to yourself because that girl has been through the most. She has been actively colonized and we are not going to even go there. Okay. So apologies to Pocahontas here, but that is who I had on my list. Who would you have on your list? Who would be at the top of yours? Who would be at the bottom of yours? Who'd be in the middle? I'm curious. Let me know. Slide into my DMs and tell me. So for my final thoughts of this week, we are going to wrap it up with something similar in the theme of the Disney girly girls. If you could physically get into a fist fight with one Disney character, who would it be and why? Because I know who I would get in a fist fight with. Okay, huh? I know who I would get in a fist fight with. And it might shock you because it's none of the characters who I said previously. So think about it. DM me. Let me know. Put it on my Instagram. And we'll talk about it in the next episode. But I'm so grateful to have you all back on this episode. I hope you had a great time listening to me talk about the Disney girlies. I hope you didn't get mad at me for any of my opinions. If you did, um, you could talk to someone about that. And it will not be me because I'm not responsible for that. All right. So y'all can deal with that on your own time. But love you so much. Love you, love you, love you. If you guys have any topics you want me to talk about or you want to, you know, be on the pod, you can just let me know. Slide into my DMs at Parker's Pointless Pod and I'll see you guys all on the next episode. I will let you know that I am going to have a guest or two guests on my next episode that I'm so excited to have with me. And we're going to be talking about a certain movie that is a favorite of mine. So I look forward to seeing you all back. Thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your week. I hope it is magical, wonderful, and amazing. I also would like to say this podcast is going to be coming out on Mondays. Um, I did that intentionally because I find a lot of people hate Monday every week. Um, it's the start of your work week. It's, you know, the end of the weekend. Lots to, you know, be sad about. But I want to brighten your day. I want to, you know, give you something to look forward to. I want to, you know, provide you all with something that makes you hopefully smile and laugh and giggle and make you feel silly just like me, how I feel every day. So 
I hope this has been wonderful for you. I look forward to seeing you every Monday. I will see you next week. Have a great rest of your day. March 20th is the day this is coming out. Have a great rest of your March 20th. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Parker's Pointless Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. Share this with a friend or both. Can't wait to chat with you all again next week. This is your host, the daintiest doll in town, Parker, signing off. Bye.